0: to Thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology podcast with Dr. Lee Bacham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. By the time you're listening to this, we will be in the middle of holiday season, uh, wherever you are and probably whatever religion you are. This is the time of year when so many uh, spiritual traditions hit that same place. Whatever it is about us being in the middle of this darkening time and needing a little light, all those religious celebrations start happening. All of those spiritual moments are on the calendar which leads to a particular problem called stress, right? So many people find themselves overwhelmed with the holiday season. So today the title is Merry Stressness and Happy Holidays because that's what often happens. We get into that stress place and we get into that days of the holidays and we want to find some ways around that. We want to talk about how to have a thriving holiday, I'm not just talking about Christmas here. I'm talking about every celebration that you might be a part of because they keep coming up. So, part of what happens in this time of year is there's so many that we can talk about it almost across every faith. There are some exceptions, but pretty much everybody has recently or will recently or will soon have a celebration that is focused on something of depth for that, that spiritual tradition. And so, across the board, that tends to create the same circumstances. What we really want to be doing is digging down to the deeper meanings, finding some ways of uncovering the places so that we're not stressed by what's happening, but that we can get something out of it. So let's first talk about why these holidays create such stress. Why is it that the holiday season is so stressful for us and, and leads to such difficult times and frustrations and arguments and short tempers and you know all of those moments that we all know. We, we have that Norman Rockwell print in our mind and the reality is a lot messier than that. And, and so part of what we want to first talk about is why that happens. I think there are several different reasons why we really get stressed in the holidays. The first one is expectations. Think about this. There's this one focus this one day that we put all of this emphasis, maybe even one week, but all of this emphasis onto that period of time. So we're expecting family celebrations to go well, even though we might not have seen our family during the whole year. We're expecting friends to come together and have a good time. We're expecting uh, there to be this great rush uh, of meaning and, and this great place of inner joy. So we have these expectations, part of which are given to us from our history in the past and part of which is given to us by the commercialization that's happened in the holidays. And so we have these huge expectations of what can happen, and rarely are they met. We have this idea of how we want it to go, that expectation. And sometimes even that size of an expectation keeps us from getting to that expectation because we keep holding our breath, waiting for it all to come together. And then somebody has a hard time or a bad day or can't make it or, or something happens. There's a crisis in the family. There's a crisis in your friendships. The weather turns bad. Something happens and everything gets turned upside down because we have these expectations that are running through our heads. So the first place we get the holiday stress is because we carry these huge expectations. The other reason for the holiday stress or another reason for holiday stress is we shallow fire the holidays we shallow We make them lighter than they need to be. You have know, suddenly Christmas and other holidays are about the gifts and the shopping. Suddenly it's about the food or it's about the, the house being decorated and it's about some other external pieces that are, are shallow compared to the deeper meanings of the holidays. And so we shallow And that is brought to us by uh, the commercialization, but it's also brought to us by the fact that we tend to take shortcuts in life. We don't dwell on what's meaningful and significant. We don't think back on, why is this here? We get caught up in the moment. And usually, the more shallow it is, the more we're caught up on the external trappings. The deepness comes when we dwell on the internal place, that place deep within you, that spirit within you that is wanting to celebrate, to experience this season. But we shallify, and so that's another reason that we we end up finding the stress of the holidays. Then another reason is because we're overbooked. Everybody has an event. There are lots of celebrations out there, places to go, things to see, experiences to have, and you can race around trying to get them all in. And in the process, realize that you've gotten them all in at the expense of the holiday, Years ago, I remember I was talking with a a newlywed or or soon-to-be-married couple, and I was asking how they were going to do Thanksgiving. Both of them came from divorced families, and so I was just asking, you know, how how had they arranged to get that? And they confided in me that Thanksgiving was a dreaded day for them. It had been for as long as they'd been dating. They would start the morning off at one family, and that family had opted to have a kind of a, a Thanksgiving brunch. So they'd have a Thanksgiving brunch. Then they would leave for the next house, and they would have a lunch, Thanksgiving lunch, not long afternoon. And that would be another big meal. And then mid-afternoon, they would go to yet another family and have a mid-afternoon dinner, big dinner. And then later in the evening, they would have a late evening dinner with the fourth family. In the process of Thanksgiving, they had eaten themselves sick, and everywhere they went, they went. Everybody wanted them to be, you know, that to be the place. Every family wanted it to be the celebration point for them. They wanted this couple to be a part of their celebration, but not just that, for it to be that couple's celebration. And all of them were under the impression that the couple was just putting up with the other families, kind of making do with the other families and, and living through it. When in reality, Every family had these expectations in this couple, and so they were completely overbooked for Thanksgiving. They told me they dreaded it, and it took them several days to recover from the indigestion, and there was no thankfulness to it. They got up that morning dreading the first meal all the way through to dreading the last meal, and they they were very clear with me that they loved their families. They would love the holiday, but because of what they felt were the external expectations on them... The holiday had gotten pulled down because of being overbooked. I talked with another couple, an older couple, that told me that they didn't have one single night between the 1st of December and the 3rd of January that did not have some commitment. I saw them a couple of times during that month, and I watched as they continued to devolve themselves in their health. They were more and more tired, more and more snippy with each other, and more and more sure that their marriage really was in trouble, when in fact, I think the biggest problem was they didn't have any time to recover, and they certainly didn't have any time to enjoy the holidays. They felt like they had to meet every external expectation. So those overbooked moments that often are tied into the expectations, maybe your own expectations and maybe the expectations of others, that we get lost in that and we lose touch with what's deeper and meaningful, which leads us to our final place that stresses us about the holidays. We forget the focus. We forget the core of what it's about. I've had several conversations with younger kids who, when I asked them, you know, what's this, this about for you? What, what is the holiday? What do you like about it? All of them could tell me about, you know, the gift giving or the receiving. Uh, they could tell me about the treats they got, but they were lost on the deeper focus. And the reason that the kids were is because the parents had gotten lost in the deeper focus. It wasn't making it home because the parents had forgotten the focus. Many of us grow up in faith traditions where we go through the motions and go through the motions so many times that we forget the focus of it. We don't remember what we're really doing and what this is really about, which brings us to, and I don't want to step on any toes, but what this is about, holidays. You know, many people are talking about how you've got to phrase it right. So holidays, the word itself means holy days. So when we're talking about these holy days, when somebody says happy holidays, they're really saying happy holy days, which is pretty deep, that holy place within us that looks for a deeper place of meaning, that looks for significance within us. We all have that place, so whatever your faith tradition, whatever your spiritual connection is... There's a holy day that's available to you so that you have the experience of connecting with something far deeper than you, far more significant, something that connects you with a body of faith, but something that also brings the meaning into your life. Many times, day after day is ordinary days. In fact, in the church calendar for the Christian faith, there are a bunch of days called ordinary days, and it's kind of between the holidays. Now... We all have ordinary days. That's not exactly the meaning that's on the calendar, but that's how it feels for us. We have an ordinary day, and then we might have the holy day. We go through our daily life, going to work, doing what we need to do, taking care of everything, and then suddenly we come face-to-face with a holy moment, a holy day, and that brings us a deeper place. So part of when we de-stress, we have to do a holiday reset One way of doing that is to focus on that meaning. Remember that holidays, holy days, are around two basic things, commemoration and celebration. Commemoration of big events, either in faith or in history, and celebration of the people and the history and the places that have come before us and have shaped our traditions, so when we begin to think about those deeper commemorations and celebrations, it ties us into history but brings it into our inner place, brings back into our inner, inner soul. So this inner meaning is looking for something deeper than the relationships around you at any point because that's the thing. Whatever's happening in the relationships around you, there's still a place for that holiness within you. If your family is a cross the world, if the, your family's across the city and you're disconnected, if your family is crazy in the middle of a dinner, you still have something deeper. If your marriage isn't going well, if your friendships aren't going well, if you're just not where you want to be in relationships, there's still something deeper when you focus there. It's also bigger than the current situation. You know, there are stories over history about times when horrible situations are paused just for remembering that holiday, just, just for a, a moment for people to back away from the conflicts and the disagreements and refocus on this inner meaning, because it's always deeper than our current situation and current events. Wherever you are now, these holidays create a deeper place within you, a place where you can find a spiritual space. If you've ever been in the middle of a celebration of some holiday and you went, wow, this is sacred, this moment is sacred, this place is sacred, this this moment for me is sacred, then you've focused on the deeper meaning. And one way we can do that is to be mindful of the experiences of those moments, to sit there a moment and enjoy the meal, to sit there a moment after all the busyness, to enjoy the glow of people around you, to enjoy Maybe uh, a, a worship service or, or some other type of commemoration service of that to sit and, and ponder the deeper places. For me, this time of year, as I'm taking my walk in the morning, it's darker and darker when I start, and I have that place where I realize as the sun is coming up, every moment has that, that holy presence if we allow that to come in, that deeper spiritual place if we allow it in. We can keep it away. We can chase it away. We can try to take shortcuts to the holidays and fill up our time and fill up our presence and all of those other pieces. Or we can focus and be mindful, be present for that experience. So next time you're in one of those experiences, sit and experience it. Look around, listen, feel, hear. Let your senses take in that experience. That's what mindfulness is really about, to to be able to sit where you are and to hear the sounds, and to see the sights, and to smell the smells, and to to feel the presence around you. And when you do that, you reconnect with that deeper place. The second thing I would encourage you to do is choose events. Be choosy. You don't have to do everything. It's a world of opportunity, but you don't have to cram it in to just a few days of celebration. Choose it. In our family, we have a tradition where we ask everybody— What's the one thing that needs to happen for this to be your holiday, for this to make your holiday? What's the one thing? And then we make sure we do at least that. We've created a minimum that if this happens, if this maybe one, two, maybe three things happen, that has, has done the traditions that we love so much or that it's, it's meant the holiday for us. And then we have a minimum standard. From there, we can add on. We can always choose to add more. But sometimes I, I watch families, and I think what they're trying to do is, is do everything with the hope that something will stick. It's, you know, it's kind of like throwing everything against the wall, hoping something will finally be meaningful up there instead of just asking, what would make this meaningful? What would make this important to you? Making sure that that's covered means that anything else is bonus. And then you can pick and choose which ones you want to do. The next thing I would encourage you to do is self-care. It's one of the things I notice in the holidays. People just kind of let that go to the side. They start eating food they wouldn't normally eat. They stop exercising. They stop sleeping well. They stop taking care of their own health. So if you're doing that on a regular basis, your body is already at a a place where it's trying to figure out how to cope with the stress that you're throwing at it just physically. you know, When we load up on all those carbs and those sugars – when we load up on probably extra alcohol and other substances that kind of throw off our body, and then we wonder why we're dragging around the next day, it's all in how we take care of ourselves. So commit to making sure that the holidays aren't just about indulgence, but they're also about self-care. If you have an exercise routine, I would suggest that you try your best to stay with that and make sure you're getting adequate sleep and make sure you're fueling your body with the, with the fuel that's going to make sure it runs well. If you throw junk in your car, it's going to run pretty badly. But if you keep the, the fuel good, you've got a lot better ways of getting to where you want to get to. And the last one, number four, is to be aware that there is a balance in every holiday of grief and grateful. Grief and grateful. They go hand in hand. Many people feel the grief of the holiday because of people that they've lost along the way, or of relationships that have changed, or or losses in their capacities, or where they are in life. Lots of places that draw up those griefs, and they're they're in focus on the holidays. Many people tell me that you know after losing somebody or losing a relationship or something else that they're okay a lot of the days, and then the holiday comes, and then they remember because we remember the holidays so clearly. Be aware of that grief. We don't have to chase it away, but to realize that that's part of the experience of any holiday. It brings up those feelings of grief, and that's okay because it reminds us of our love, of our connections, of our place in the world. It reminds us of how we are all connected. And we can grieve those moments at the same time celebrate something bigger. The celebrations of the holidays are always bigger than one relationship or somebody else. They're always pulling us into a bigger presence. So feel your grief, but remind yourself that there's also the celebration of the season. As you go through this holiday season, I invite you to dig down to the dip, deeper meaning and have a wonderful holiday season. This is Lee Balkum, wishing you a thriving life. <music>